before I proceed, let me clarify something. One of the reasons that I'm doing these podcasts is to educate people on prison life and prison culture. Regardless if you'll ever go there in your lifetime, the chances are you know someone that's going to be coming out one day or you'll be in contact with somebody that comes out of the penal system sooner or later. And we got to help reintegrate them into society. We can't just keep alienating them. We can't because they revert back to the same behavior that got them in there. Hitting licks, hustling, making money. Because I'm going to tell you something, hunger will make you do things. You hear me? Doing without will make you go out and take risks. And people are getting desperate. I didn't start writing as soon as I got to prison. That took a few more years. I was still preparing myself by meeting all these new characters. These players that were part of this mad macabre that was called prison. And it a new act goes on every single day in the prisons across America. Every single day. Let me introduce some of these players to you. The first group, the gangs, the families, the famas. They go by different monikers. I'm not going to talk about anyone in particular. I'm just generalizing. Prepare yourself for a lifetime of incarceration or crime. Or just, you're going to do what they tell you to do. And that's all there is to it. In prison or out of prison. doesn't matter. You're going to follow orders. And it's all about making money and mayhem. So, as I said, they're not playing with people. It's it's real. When I hit the Fed system, I went to the Beaumont Medium. The federal system, they're set up in compounds. You'll have the USP, United States Prison, the Max, the Pen, then the Medium, then the Low, then the Camp. That's a whole compound. So I was on the Medium, Bloody Beaumont. When I got there... I was approached, a little conversation went something like this. Orale, homeboy, ¿qué pasó? ¿De dónde eres? Oh, okay. No, 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 nomás una palabra. Quiero que sepas cómo corren las aguas aquí. Mira, en este rancho no andamos con chingaderas. Aquí sí pushamos fiero, eh. Pero no te agüites, si necesitas algo, pues ya sabes, ahí estamos. Okay. Okay, now. Basically, that translates to, hey, man, how you doing? Where you from? Oh, okay. No, no, just a little word. I just want to let you know how the water flows around here. Here on this unit, we're not fucking around. We will push metal in you. But if you need anything, just let us know. We're here. Okay? Take care. That's the type of people. And, and the conversation just like it was nothing they're letting you know if you get out of line there's not going to be a argument no words somebody's going to push a piece of metal in you and walk away and it's over so and believe me they're always looking for recruits the next group is the non-affiliated solo solano these men they don't want to be affiliated with any gang politics and gang violence. They steer clear of that. A lot of these men are looking to expand their networks. You know, they're street dealers, 
they're not high on the totem pole, but they're they're moving product, they're making money, so they're always looking to expand their network or to find better prices. So if you're in the federal system, you're dealing with people from all over the United States and all over the world, and you never know who you're going to meet. You never know. I had a buddy from the Valley in South Texas, Blas, and he made $500 a month from some cartel dude that was there all he had to do was wash and dry his clothes iron them and have his coffee ready in the morning when that dude woke up that's it five hundred dollars a month was put on his books like clockwork every month that dude had money when he got out i'm sure next you have your spiritual groups your religious groups the Muslims, Sikhs, the Wiccans, Odinists, anything and everything you can think of, they're in there and they get their their worship time or their activity time, meals, all that. So, you know, there's a lot of that going around too. You see, it's a cauldron, man. You got these killers. You got a few pacifists in the crowd. You got some uh, religious people, fanatics to the some of them are to the point i mean in a small confined space you have a smorgasbord of personalities and characters and yeah it gets dangerous but anyway they pretty much stay to themselves you leave them alone next we have the dopers the people the addicts the ones that were on the street the ones that fill our county jails the ones that fill the prisons now they're in here and they're still using yeah, there's drugs available. They're still using, and they're still in and there. Or they're doing what they can. They're scamming people. It, whatever it takes, they're doing to get their pay for their drugs. And sometimes it costs them. It gets them beat up or it gets them killed. But they don't care. They're addicts. They're out there. And last but not least, for sure, is the cartel members, the ballers, dude with big money. And you notice I didn't talk about race because it's everyone. White, black, Mexican, Asian, everybody, they have their their leaders, their ballers, you know, their gangs. So I can speak in general terms. And it covers everybody, blankets, trust me. But these guys have big money. A lot of them are millionaires and they get, I mean, they're just looking for ways to spend money. And all of a sudden, you got money on your books. He saw your number, your name, and just boom, blessed you. Thousand dollars, a few thousand dollars. You never know. But they keep things stirred up because that money allows things to happen, you know? You can make things happen when you've got money. Cell phones come in, drugs come in, and it that's the whole thing. In a small confined space of a few acres, I say a few, but you know, 30, 40 acres, we have our own world. So the stage is set, all the players are in place, let the games begin.